In today's video, I'm gonna get right to the point. I'm not gonna have a lot of preamble. Right after the intro, I'm going to share with you what I believe to be the worst advice for retroactive jealousy sufferers. My name is Zachary Stockell, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with men and women from all over the world, literally every single country on the planet, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy in their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, I wasn't entirely honest. I need to offer a little bit of preamble so the rest of this video can actually make sense. Number one, advice about retroactive jealousy is often suspect simply because public knowledge of retroactive jealousy is so lacking. Academic investigation, academic knowledge of retroactive jealousy is also lacking in a big way. By the way, for those of you watching this video who may not be familiar with the term, the term retroactive jealousy refers to unwanted intrusive thoughts and often obsessive curiosity and often what I call mental movies, about a partner's past relationships and or dating slash sexual history. And there isn't a lot of information on this topic to this day about this problem in the academy and in the general public at large. If you stop a random person on the street today and ask them, what's retroactive jealousy? Chances are very good you're gonna get a blank stare in return. I get emails all the time from people who've talked about this issue with their therapist or with their psychologist and they too often get a blank stare. Not a lot of people know about this very peculiar issue that we call retroactive jealousy. And thus, many people give very misleading, inaccurate, and often damaging advice on this topic. So what is the worst piece of retroactive jealousy advice that I've ever heard? By far, I would say the most common and in many ways the most damaging piece of advice that retroactive jealousy sufferers often receive is the fact that you're thinking about this so much automatically means that you're in the wrong relationship. The fact that you're struggling with retroactive jealousy automatically means there's a conflict between your values and your partner's values. It automatically means that you should break up. Now, needless to say, if you've seen any of the videos on my channel or if you've been you know, reading my blog or you read my books, you've been through my online courses, I don't think this is very good advice for all kinds of reasons. But before I get into that, I wanna make it very clear that sometimes there is a conflict between your values and your partner's values if you're struggling with retroactive jealousy. Sometimes your intuition may be telling you that something is genuinely off here and I need to leave this relationship. Sometimes if you're a retroactive jealousy sufferer, walking away, ending that relationship is absolutely the right move and I would encourage you to do so if I was your friend or family member, for example, and you told me about your issues. However, in my experience, almost 10 years of working on this issue and interacting with literally hundreds if not thousands at this point, of retroactive jealousy sufferers from around the world, I have found that that represents the minority of cases. I have found far more often than not that retroactive jealousy is irrational. It's related to OCD, or it's related to intrusive overthinking. And there really isn't a huge gap between the sufferer's boundaries and values and their partner's boundaries and values. In other words, this isn't a values conflict. This isn't a moral quandary. This is purely irrational, obsessive jealousy, but the good news is there's a way through that which I've talked about in many other videos. But the point of this video really is to tell all of you watching this that if you're struggling with retroactive jealousy and either people in your life or maybe people on sketchy, random, open internet message boards are telling you that you need to break up with your partner, really pause and consider that for a moment and see if that feels like the right move. It may feel like the right move in certain moments when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling absolutely exhausted, by constant intrusive thoughts, obsessive curiosity, and nonstop torturous mental movies about your partner's past. In those moments when you're feeling exhausted, when you're feeling defeated, walking away can feel like a relief, 
can feel like absolutely the right move and something you need to do immediately. But ask yourself how you feel in your most grounded moments as well when you're feeling good and spending time and enjoying your life with your partner. Really spend time and consider whether or not this is really a values question. Do you really think your partner did anything deeply wrong and that you need to walk away? Is your partner's past truly a red flag or is it simply that you can't stop thinking about it? And that's a very important message that I really wanna communicate in this video. Just because you can't stop thinking about something does not necessarily mean that it's important. Does not necessarily mean that your concern about this thing, whatever it is, is rational. If you were struggling with pure O obsessive compulsive disorder, one of the ways that may manifest for you is wondering if the front door of your house is locked. You may be going down the street, you may be going to bed at night, you may be having breakfast, always wondering, did I lock the door? Did I lock the door? Are you sure it's locked? I think I remember locking it, but I should, I should probably go check, you know, double check, triple check, quadruple check, just to make sure. And there are many people who fall into this category, unfortunately. People who struggle with intrusive thoughts and they constant self-doubt, did I lock the door? I think it's locked, I better go check. And they often lock the door 10, 20, 30, 50 times a day, even though rationally they know in their most grounded moments that the door is locked. They can't stop thinking about it. Would you tell that person that thinking about the door is rational? Would you tell that person who just checked 10 times to make sure the door is locked, would you tell that person that their concerns, their fears, their thoughts are totally rational, totally logical, and they need to think more about it. It's actually really important that they're thinking about the door being locked. Of course you wouldn't, because you'd realize that's irrational. The door is locked. They've already checked 10 times. The door is locked. It's not important. Unfortunately, one of the ways that retroactive jealousy can manifest is in constant intrusive thoughts about a partner's past. But just because you can't stop thinking about your partner's past does not necessarily mean that it's a deal breaker, does not necessarily mean that you need to leave your relationship. Again, sometimes that is the right call, but in my experience, once people start taking the necessary steps to put retroactive jealousy behind them, once people start getting clear about their boundaries and values in their relationships in their most grounded moments, once retroactive jealousy sufferers start doing what we know works when it comes to putting this issue behind them, once they start getting a handle on their brain and thinking clearly, most of these people realize my partner's past is not a deal breaker. My thoughts are irrational. They don't make any sense. They're not important. And there are much bigger and better things that I should be spending time thinking about. Once they manage to get a handle on their brain and get that clarity and peace of mind, all of a sudden things click and they realize what I'm thinking about is not logical. It's not rational. It's not important. And I have so many better things to think about that I can't wait to start thinking about immediately. So my point to you is if you're struggling with retroactive jealousy and people are telling you that means you need to leave your relationship, maybe that's true. But more often than not, when I've seen people go through this issue, that's not true. And don't risk throwing away what could be a beautiful, healthy, happy, long-term relationship just because of irrational retroactive jealousy. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.